Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only color fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Daniel Ricciardo gives Renault their first podium since Malaysia in 2011. Well done, Ricciardo. Well done, Renault. Cam Orders is our 2020 pole sitter at Bathurst. Jack Miller's going to be on the podium. Put himself for the Australian. The driver's seat summer catcher for Kubota. Building Australia. Yes, it's Nims is all here. 2021 is going to be a very, very different looking year of supercars. But before we get there, I'm here to bring you up to speed with the summer catch-up. You'll hear our interview we did with Garth Tander after he won Bathurst with Shane Van Gisbergen back in October. And we'll even replay our chat with Super 2 champion Thomas Randall as well. But even though we are done racing for the year, remember you can rev up your smartphone with the Driver's Seat app. It's available in the App Store. And even over summer, we've got podcasts, interviews, and all of the latest news. It is a must for all motorsport fans. It's a year that Scott McLaughlin dominated once again, but when the season wrapped up, we looked at the full grid and crunched the numbers. Just having a look-see at the numbers from the 2020 Championship. Now, I yes. put it all into a fancy little spreadsheet because I just wanted to show you, like, there's... Uh, so you can kind of, at a glance, see where each team is at. Now, clearly... At the top, the top five of yeah. really the outliers here, aren't they? Because you've got Scotty Mack on top, Cameron Waters. Now, have a look at where the next Tickford driver is compared to Cameron Waters. He's in so P2. Cameron Waters, we go all the way down to Lee Holdsworth. Like, you have a look. Because see here, you go like SVG and Jamie Winkup. They're both roughly the same. P3, P3, uh, P4. Scotty Pye and Mark Winterbottom, 9 and 10. Yeah. Roughly around the same thing. And then you have like bunches of drivers where you've got like all the Tickford mob, uh, roughly in the 11s to 16s kind of thing. Kelly Racing, that in the mid-pack. And just at the top, the cream really does rise, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So a couple of things, I look at a couple of things there that um, apart from Scotty Mack, who's, who finished significantly further up the field than Fabian Coulthard, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, the the only consistent, the two consistent teams I see there are Red Bull Holden Racing with Shane Van Gisberg and the Jamie Winkup in third and fourth in the championship. And actually Scott Pye and Mark Winterbottom. You know, they yeah. were... They they were they're, they're consistently been together as well. They're, there's a gap between Anton and Dave Reynolds. The rest of the Tickford crew are mid-pack at best. There's a massive gap between, obviously, Chaz and, uh, yeah. and Bryce. And, well, that's to be expected. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. But, you know, Matt Stone Racing, the, the, the final two spots and third or fourth from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Same with Team Sydney. So you're absolutely – I love your colourway there, Nimsy. You've made, an, you made it easy to read for even a dummy like me. <laughs> but um, it shows you how – very good Scott McLaughlin is and how good the Red Bulls were and how, how strong Cam Waters is compared to his well, teammates. That's, isn't that ridiculous? I mean, it is, Scotty Mack's average start was 3.0. Yeah. Uh, his average finish was 
you know obviously the next best as you would expect is cam waters mm-hmm. um you know average, average how about the polls average start yeah, the, the, polls the, the polls is the polls is, is ridiculous that <laughs> is ridiculous 15 pole positions and the closest one was a guy who finished fourth in the championship with six. jamie Wincup in sixth with six pole That's positions crazy. and so, what about the wins 13 wins. 13. To, and the, to, one, four, four, to zero, four. one, two, one. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. What no. a year. But look, what surprises me, though, is Cam Waters must have been super, super consistent because you look, he finished second in the championship. Yes, he had a great run at the end of the year with a double points race. Yeah. But he's had one pole, he's had one win, and he's had nine podiums out of 27. Yeah, it's consistent. The, the guys around him. Shane had 10 podiums. Winkup had 14. Scotty's had 21. So out of the top four, he's he's the the least better in stats. Yeah. Uh, but but had, he's P2 in the championship. Points. Absolutely. Yeah. That shows you the strength of the, the one double points round in Bathurst. Unbelievable. Hey, Nimsy, mm-hmm. well done on burning the computer, burning the calculator <laughs> on that one. Well, <laughs> Holy cow, you've done averages. I never thought you made it through about year nine at school so but what i'm seeing here is clearly you had some maths talent as you went further up into school that was very well done now it's very much so looking at the numbers that are on the supercars website and put it into a table but um but i'll, 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 cut and paste, I'll cut and paste. happily take that they didn't have the fancy pants colors but here's another one too we talk about outliers look at yep. the bjr um yeah. car outfit yep. Yep. you look at Perkett. where todd hazelwood macaulay jones and jack smith are yep. compared to where nick Perkat is and it is scott mclaughlin and in the field, hundred percent, and and I, I mean, if you were to give, and we haven't done it, but um, you know, you give Scott, we gave Scott McLaughlin the points, and he's clearly the champion. But if you are going to give any, if you were to give a uh, Dally M, if you were to give a what's the AFL version, the Brownlow, Brownlow yep. um, it's Nick Perkett all day long. Mm. It's Nick Perkett all actually, day long. Actually, someone did beat Scotty Mack for the average start position. Who? Will Davison. <laughs> Will Davison. He was 2.8. <laughs> average start position. <laughs> well done. But, but, Good on you, Willard. Uh, Perkett had an outstanding year and was yep. my was my Dally M Brownlow medalist yep. for the year. Um, but also we saw in the awards after that they had in pit lane, because they can't do the galas here, that Cam Waters got the driver's driver, yeah. which I thought was interesting. Mm. Uh, which I thought was really interesting. Also interesting that he went up there in jeans and, and thongs. And thongs, that was the best part. And thanked his miso for the jeans. <laughs> Mate, we're going to have a chat Seriously? about, we're gonna have a chat no about miso. That's no good. You can't do that. Any mature man does not call his wife the miso. If I do that at home... Is that his wife? Well, he's, well, he's, girl, he's girlfriend. No. He's girlfriend. No, girlfriend. He's girl, anyone, any partner that you... The you better can't heart, say, probably should have said. You can't say the miso. That if I said say. that at home, I, I would be quickly well, followed up with a sauce to the head. Well, remember, Cam Waters is like half your age, so... <laughs> Thank you, Nims. Well, well, I, thought, I, I appreciate just, that. I thought I'd bring that one up. Uh, look, yeah. while we're still looking at numbers here... So's bad. Quickly, um, Andre Heimgardner and Rick Kelly. Now, both Kelly racing Mustangs, roughly in the same, separated by Jack's, uh, Jack LeBrock there. Mm-hmm. Andre Heimgardner, the lead, obviously, in 14, Rick Kelly in 16th. Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, in a, in a non... 
COVID's gone and ruined our championship world and they yep. could go back to the workshop. How do you reckon the Kellys would have gone? And would you be happy with the fact that they are right here considering how difficult their season's been? And also the fact that they have gone during a very difficult off-season from Nissan to Mustang. Mm-hmm. I think that's more the the reason for where they finished in the championship, Stevie J. I actually think they did based on that and then based being away from home base, being mm. a Victorian team, I actually think they did a really good job. Yeah, I think they did too. I think yeah. that that would have hurt them. You know, they've just built new cars yeah. and they've got a brand new shape, a new, new everything. Yeah. And different you engines, you know. Yeah. Look at like, could you imagine the the heart palpitations? They like Todd especially was having over the uh, obviously the COVID period while they're away, and with the engine dramas and the the cylinder head dramas they were having, um, that they probably could have fixed quite easily at the at their own facility. Yeah. Um, Instead of well, having to fly back and forth with engines. Yeah, and but other they weren't even. But even to be able to do it where they were. You know, in on the floor space next to their car, and yep. they're building engines. Normally, these engines are built in a sealed, dust-free environment. Yes. You know, and all of a sudden, it's not. You know, it's it's definitely they, they've they've done it the hard way, yep. as as have a lot of the teams, and I, I applaud them for that. They've done a fantastic and job. And did you see when they pulled into Melbourne? the other day in their team bus because they haven't been getting around by flying they've been getting around by team bus mm-hmm. like the old you know baseball mm. yeah the old, the old greyhound like, you know, coach yeah, the old greyhound <laughs> coach um, that someone back at base for Kelly Racing had gone out and got like 30 trophies um, saying congratulations and thank you and all that kind of stuff. I thought that was so classy. Mm. So well done to Kelly Racing because they cop a bit of heat now and then. I thought that was really classy. And, and again, well done to all the Melbourne teams for that. But uh, put in a huge effort, Kelly Racing, this year, I reckon. Very much so. And I'm just trying to find out what the – because they were inscribed with something. And here we go. Congratulations on completing the 2020 championship. This is what's written on those trophies. Yeah. Congratulations on completing the 2020 championship. 15,389 kilometres travelled, 106 days away, 10 rounds, 57 towns visited, 24 different beds, 315 meals eaten, and a few trophies brought home. Thank you for all you've done, Kelly Racing. Classy. So good. That's so classy. That's well thought out. The guys and girls, the families would have loved that. Um, and fair rewards for uh, for all the efforts they put in, I think, this year. They'll, they'll now go into the off-season. They'll pull those engines down. They'll pull those cars to pieces, back down to nuts and bolts and, and bare chassis, rebuild the thing. And uh, next year, I hope, I would assume, Stevie J, but I hope they'll have a pretty strong year. I think they will. You know, I think good they'll, they'll be... Because yeah, Andre's, Andre's fast. Yeah, fast, Andre's fast. fast and uh, they need to. You know, I think they, they deserve to have a good year. I think they've got the makings of it. It's yeah. We've seen really good glimpses of it, not only just in the Mustang, but when, when they had the Ultimas as well. Yes. Um, I just want to see it more regularly. Yeah, they've got to be more consistent. There's no doubt about that. And and now that they've got control over that engine, they've got control over... Well, they've got the biggest break in supercars history yep. over the last decade right now, between now and the start of whenever next year's going to be, to sort it out. Because normally we don't finish until the first weekend in December. Yeah. So there's plenty of time to pick things down and put them back together for the 2021 Repco Supercars Championship season. 
It's going to take a, a while to get used to saying. <laughs> yes, we, it's, it's, that's going to be the old Clipsal 500 issue for us, isn't it? <laughs> it probably will be. Virgin Serbia got bing. There we go. There we Another go. dollar in the jar for the end of year party. <laughs> Yes, a brand new sponsor for 2021 in supercars. That'll take some time to get used to. But we got to mention our great sponsor, which has been with us since 2017. A big thank you to Kubota for all their support this year. It is the driver's seat summer catch-up for Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. This is the driver's seat summer catch-up for Kubota, building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat summer catch-up. We are looking back at the highlights of 2020, but right now... Let's look at the Bendix Brakes Big Moment of 2020. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Brakes Big Moment. Bendix, Australian technology for all-weather confident braking. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Brakes, Australian technology for all-weather confident braking. There was no bigger story than Shane Van Gisbergen and Garth Tander farewelling Holden from the sport with a win at the Bathurst 1000. And we caught up with GT afterwards. So, Garth, do we call you four-time now or GT, no, no, GTH, no, no, GT no. Holden, man? What are we? No, Congratulations. No, just Garth's fine. No, no, <laughs> four-time done. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, let's let's be honest. Four time is pretty sensational, and congratulations to you. And as I said, right off the top, all four with Holden, it couldn't have been scripted any better for you boys. Yeah, look, it was um, obviously a, a special day, um, especially considering um, you know what's happened with Holden this year. So um, as soon as it was announced in February that Holden was ceasing operations in Australia at the end of this year. You start thinking about, you know, what's, what are the ramifications of that? And, you know, from a motorsport point of view, you start thinking, well, we've got to make sure we win this Bathurst because it's um, obviously Bathurst and Holden are so intrinsically linked, you know, through the storylines of, you know, Brock and uh, Larry Perkins and Alan Grice and then more recently Mark Scaife, Craig Lowndes, all those guys, you know, um, have big Holden history at Bathurst and, um, yeah, it was, it was a nice way to sort of say goodbye to Holden from a motorsport perspective was to get that one on the weekend. Hey, Garth, how, uh, how hard was it? I mean, you, you literally didn't get to drive the car pretty much or you had a little drive, but, um, you know, to really roll into, into an enduro, we all know, I mean, I've done it plenty of times, that you at least have a sand down or you've got something to, to iron out the bugs and to get, you know, everything sorted, brake, pad changes, driver changes, all the little ergonomics in the cars to get sorted. You didn't have that. So, A, how did that fare? And, B, how did you fare, you know, obviously in the race within that car? Uh, yeah, look, obviously, you're always a little concerned going in um, because of the break from not being in the car. Like you said, the last time I drove the 97 car was um, mid-February at the pre-season test at Talon Bend. Uh, and then the last time I sat in a race car was the middle of March at the Australian Grand Prix in the TCR car. So um, a long time sitting on the couch, that's for sure. Which <laughs> car. Um, so, yeah, look, I was, I was reasonably comfortable in the lead into the race that um, it would sort of all sort of come back once you jump in and start cutting laps. So um, it was a strange, obviously a strange, I mean, 2020 has been a strange year, hasn't it? But yeah. it mm. was a strange lead in you know having to go to darwin do two weeks in quarantine in darwin before i was allowed to then fly to brisbane and spend just over a week with the team in brisbane before we headed to bathurst for race week so even that alone was a pretty strange prep um but yeah jumping in the car for the first session on the thursday 
I really just tried to treat that first day like you would a normal test day, you know, just sort of make sure you feel comfortable yeah. in the car um, and just, you know, before you start leaning on it and start, you know, trying to set a lap time because, um, you know, Bathurst can bite you pretty heavily. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't care how many laps you've done in the past, Bathurst can get you. So, um, yeah, I was mindful of that. But, you know, once I'd done three or four laps, I felt pretty comfortable in the car straight away. So we started to press on and get on with the program. So, I mean, for me, I was, you know, fortunate. I've done a few laps around there, so um, you could get into the groove pretty quickly. Hey, speaking about that, just quickly, I know Matty's got a question he's dying to ask you, but um, you just noted then about Bathurst, it doesn't matter how many laps you've done around there, it can bite you pretty quickly. The last time you were there in an Audi R8 at the 12 air, you had probably the biggest shunt of your career there. Um, and I think it just goes to show that place, it can love you or hate, it doesn't really matter. It's... Uh, uh, you walked away from there a very shaken man after even I chatted to you after that. You probably don't even remember that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but since then, you go back there this year, same year, and, and you win the 1,000. I mean, it's just nuts. Yeah, I mean, that's right. The 12-hour crash was certainly the biggest one I've had in my career. And, mm. um, it, yeah, it sort of knocked me out for a little while and I've got a memory loss from there. I don't really remember a lot of what happened pretty much straight after the crash. So... A lot I of people had that after, asked the, me. after Sunday, actually. I had a bit of memory loss after the Bathurst this, this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be a different on, on the Monday, yeah. yeah. You yeah. shunted pretty hard into the esky, <laughs> is what you did. You shunted face first into the esky from about 11 o'clock onwards till when I left you at 5.30. There was a mess everywhere. <laughs> you have that memory problem quite a bit, though, Steve. I've, yeah, I've noticed I, over the years. I, yeah. It seems to be getting worse as I'm getting older. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Probably should get that looked at. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, Garth, I want to talk about the emotion of the weekend because it was the 20th anniversary of your first win. You, of course, won back in 2000 with Jason Barguana for GRM. But but you touched on it earlier. It, it is Holden's last year as a factory team. How was the pressure going into it? What was the emotion throughout the race? Um, and especially in those last couple of laps when all hell broke loose, the race it went off. It looked pretty relaxed, actually. It looked pretty TV. relaxed. But how were you feeling? What was the emotion inside the garage? Um, yeah, look, uh, right back to the start of that. Yeah, it was, um, I didn't really realise the whole, I didn't really think about the 20th anniversary thing for my first win until it started popping up in different news stories in the lead into the race. And go, yeah, that's true, it is 20 years. Um, so, yeah, with a few storylines attached to the weekend, obviously the the, um, the Holden thing, obviously trying to achieve that uh, success in, in Holden's last official factory involvement in the race. Um, a lot of chat about Shane trying to get his first race win. Um, for me, yeah, the 20th anniversary of it all. Um, so, yeah, look, there was, a, there was a little bit going on in the lead into the race. Um, and then once we got in the race, I mean, I've never had a race at Bathurst where that if you wrote down the race plan um, and then, you know, you know, it's like, Steve, you go there, you do that race, you've always got these wonderful plans and then halfway through the race gets turned upside on it's down on its head and you've got to adapt and change and come up with a new plan to suit whatever the circumstances are. But for that one, I've never been in a race where it's run so smoothly and so close to plan for pretty much the whole race. So, yes, even those last sort of 60 laps when Shane and Cam jumped into that battle to the end, Shane was doing an awesome job of just managing the tyre and managing the gap back to Cam and then, you know, just sort of waiting for the first five or six laps of each stint and then starting to go and building a gap. So I was starting to become more and more comfortable 
until those safety cars come because I thought, <laughs> geez, we've had such a good day and everything's gone so much to plan that here we go, Bathurst has found a way to bite us on the ass. So, um, those, so I, was, I was pretty calm um, until the safety cars came and then even after that first one, he got a good restart and I thought, ah, oh, all right, here we go, here we go. And then bang, straight away another safety car. So, ah, oh, here we go again. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I said in the telecast to, to Larco, I don't know who writes the scripts for Bathurst, but they get it right every year, don't they? Because, <laughs> they are pretty um, good. It's pretty intense. 15, 15 years, I think. It's um, the last 15 years, the first and second has been split by a second. Yeah. So after <laughs> a thousand. A thousand Ks and 162 laps and 163 laps. 161 laps. 161. Sorry. Well, I'm not the supercar driver. Used to be. Hey, 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 fun fact. Fun fact. It used to be 163 until before they put the chase in. Yeah. So there you go. You were right. That on that on that old. old (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's amazing how you can come down to to one second. I want to know when you got home back to Melbourne and to your lovely wife Leanne and the kids. Was it like? Oh, honey, well done. Can you take out the rubbish and the lawns need mowing? <laughs> well, I literally just did the lawns today, so that's my <laughs> kick for one. Um, I, I didn't get Bathurst I didn't get champion home until straight onto the mower. It doesn't matter. Hey, yeah, it doesn't it's discriminate. A, it's a Kubota too, so I should. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> done. well done. Well done. Thank you, Mr. Tan. Get some sort of deal back from you guys. <laughs> well, JT, I say you made a lot of Holden fans extremely happy, and you really gave it the fitting farewell. And uh, mate, thanks for taking a bit of time to join us here on the driver's seat tonight. Before I let you go, though, I want to ask you um, one of those cheesy questions because you were at the Holden Racing yeah. Team for over ten years. Did you have a favourite livery, a favourite Commodore that you sort of cherish? And if you had, you know, a blank checkbook and you could buy it and put it into the garage, what would it be? Well, uh, I'd probably um, actually try and buy my 2007 championship car, uh, the Toll HSV car. That would be the one that I'd – but I'd need to win lotto for that one because it's all been restored and all brought back to – how we raced it, and whoever owns it wants a wants a fair bit of coin. So um, that would be the one, that one, and maybe the 2011 Bathurst winner. But Zach Brown um, from Walkinshaw Andretti United owns that one, so I don't think I'll be able to do a deal with yeah, him. So, yeah, I, and um, I don't think that he's going to he's going to deduct anything off the price. <laughs> no, he, he won't give it. me he won't give me a discount for sure. So, <laughs> but, uh, you, so I'll, I'll, I'll have to win a lot of and as you just said, you're building a house, and of course they always stay on budget, so you'll have plenty oh, of money yeah. to buy. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, GT, we can't wait to see you back on a racetrack sooner rather than later. Uh, again, congratulations on the win. As I said, it must be pretty different for you to to sort of not actually be there in those last laps, but you look pretty relaxed in the pits at least. So, again, thanks for joining us on the driver's seat, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you soon. Cheers, guys. SVG and Garth Tander winning Bathurst was our Bendix Brakes big moment for 2020. Bendix, Australian technology for all-weather confident braking. It's the driver's seat summer catch-up thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, and together we're building Australia. This is the driver's seat summer catch-up for Kubota, building Australia. It's a quick rewind of 2020 and the year that was. We've covered a lot of the main game, but the Super 2 Championship was a tale of another driver that was dominating. Thomas Randall had a hell of a year, and we caught up with him shortly after he was announced as Super 2 Series Champion. Here's how he did it. Thomas Randall is your pole man here for Armorall. Congratulations. He won round one, race one. And I'm back with the madness. 
Great job, Thomas Randall. Final turn, no one near him. He has controlled it from the start. He's going to pick up another race win and rolls it on home comfortably. Tom Randall has driven beautifully today, extending that championship lead. Will he be the champion for 2020? Final corner, and it's a Matt White Motorsport 1-2 at Mount Panorama. Please welcome back to the driver's seat. He is the 2020 Dunlop Super 2 Series champion, the one and only Thomas Randall. Thank you, gentlemen. Pleasure wow. to be on the show. It's, uh, it's been too long. <laughs> Way too long. It has. It has. He's back. He's back in Melbourne. Are you back in Melbourne now? Yeah, yeah. Back in back in lovely Melbourne. So <laughs> I've come back at the right time. I've come you back have. and things have started to open up. So uh, I'm not, not sad about that at all, to be honest. Hey, just quickly before Matt gives you a barrage of questions because he normally hogs the interviews, the feature interviews with his questions. Someone's got to be a professional. Yeah, so that's why I've jumped in really quickly. I want to know what it's like to have 2020 racing stats better than Scott McLaughlin. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that right, is it? 100%. Yeah, I Qualifying. I I yeah, yeah, yeah I if I, I run less, through it. Let's DNS. Q1, Q2, Q2, Q1, Q1, Q2, and a measly Q3 are his qualifying efforts. P2, P2, P1, P2, P1, P2, P1. So it doesn't really get too much better than that, a couple of missing P1s. No, you're right. And you know what? They, they should have been wins, but um, they weren't. So well, what do you do? But, hey, <laughs> I think he's off doing some pretty good things at the moment. I mean, we all saw he... And his IndyCar debut on the weekend, and yep. I think I think he's going to be quite strong next year once he gets some testing under his belt. But look, I'm not going to compare myself to Scott just yet. I think <laughs> uh, the main series is probably a bit more difficult to win than, than Super Two, to be honest. Mate, this is clearly the show of champions. We had Tander on last week, the Bathurst champion. Now we've got the Super 2 champion on. Mate, congratulations. It's It's been a weird year, hasn't it? You've had uh, a dominant season in the Super 2. You had a pretty good Bathurst 1000. You've had some health challenges along the way. I mean, 2020, what a year, huh? Oh, well, not just what a year for me, but what a year for everyone. I mean... Yeah, certainly it started off kind of rocky uh, with myself. I mean, that's something that, yeah, we obviously still have to monitor. But uh, to get back behind the wheel at Adelaide in the Nissan, first time racing Nissan and stick it straight on pole was was bloody fantastic. And get it to event to come away winning the shortened uh, season was fantastic. I mean, I think we were going to be strong, hopefully, for the rest of the season if that was going to take place or not. But it, in this, in our current COVID climate, it just wasn't possible, but I mean, I certainly didn't think I'd be temporarily moving to Queensland, getting a dog while I was in Queensland <laughs> and then, you know, it was, it's just been wild and I mean, I'm one of the lucky ones to be honest, I mean, I, I was able to get out of Victoria and uh, live in a, as you mentioned just before, how lovely Queensland is, you know, I was living mm-hmm. in such a lovely state with beautiful weather at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, no and, and great people. You stayed with some great people up there up here I too. Did. <laughs> Don't get easy. I, yeah, I sure did. So, uh, no, I, I, I got to stay with DVJ one night and he cooked me a, with a spaghetti carbonara, we called it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, he got his, he got his um, what do we have, uh, the, the beef, the smoked beef? You had the, the, the smoked beef machine I, I, I controlling, the, uh... controlling on his phone. 
I, I cranked up the old uh, full throttle barbecue smoker, and uh, yeah, it was it was good, wasn't it? it just I've got a man of many talents. I am. I, I actually, mate, I'm, I'm I'm sorry I couldn't be there for that. Oh, that's right, I didn't get an invite for that night. <laughs> that's yeah, right. No, that's okay. But that's you, right. No, good invite. Hey, but, well but done. you had some at Bathurst. Great, the Bathurst date. Great invite. Well done. Thanks, mate. I, I wouldn't have minded coming up to see Tommy and. <laughs> well, Tom actually said he wasn't really. Sh- he was and, quite a bit. He was quite nervous about. Um, you know, if I was going to invite anybody else like yourself over. So he just wanted to play himself <laughs> in steady into the Queensland climate. And we had hey, a great, if it makes you feel any better, if it makes you feel any better, Stevie never invited me back. So <laughs> it must have been, you know, it, it must have gone as well as I thought it did. So, Tom, <laughs> a, a, a great year. I mean, I, I said that Bathurst was good. Bathurst was good up until the race essentially went. It kind of went. Pretty hard. I think you finished twenty eight odd laps down from there. Weird engine issues with a lot of teams this year, wasn't there? Mm, no, there was. I mean, certainly we weren't the only ones that had. Well, originally we thought it was a coil pack, but I think it was the the injectors. I mean, they're still trying to get on the get to the bottom of that. I think uh, Brad's going to be yeah speaking to KRE and trying to work out how those issues. Uh, came to fruition. I mean, mm. certainly we, we had power steering problems a, a fair bit of that weekend. and we, we thought we got on top of them after the shootout and then come the warm-up Sunday morning, they, they returned and kept throwing new pumps at it and that didn't seem to fix it. Uh, so, and, it, and to be honest, it wouldn't have mattered because we had the, the engine issue in the race. I mean, it's just one of those things. Certainly, it seemed like the car just didn't want to finish that race, but the team <laughs> threw uh, blood, sweat and tears at it to, to get the car across the line. And, I mean, finishing, I think we finished 18th, but that was still 100-odd points for Nick, and that sort of saved him a bit in the championship. So he, he still yeah. came home seventh. I mean, the goal for him was, or for us, was to try and get him top five in the championship, but the day we had so obviously turned pretty pear-shaped. So I was just happy that, you know, we, the boys pushed on and we, we got the car to the end and, we ended up running a, a circular drift wheel because uh, the power steering uh, wasn't exactly running at maximum capacity for the last yeah. 80 laps. And we've seen that actually in the past. We've seen uh, on boards with Shane Van Gisbergen do the same thing when he's had issues. Mm. I think it was at Townsville, was it, where he they ended up putting a, a, a massive wheel on it just so he could muscle it to the end, but they ended up getting black flagged anyway from the oil and the smoke. But you also had some engine issues in your, in your Super 2 car and the Ultima on the Saturday race, didn't you, Tom? Yeah, well, we actually had engine issues on the Friday after... Oh, sorry, on the Thursday. Um, we finished... Because the Super 2 happens sort of... We don't we don't run on the Sunday. We run Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah. there. And uh, after Thursday, we're looking at the data. And I was consistently about eight kilometres an hour down on my teammates. So we changed the engine as a precaution. And then the engine we put in seemed pretty good for qualifying. And then sort of at the fifth lap of race one, we had an intermittent... Uh, coil pack failure on uh, on uh, cylinder eight, and it sort of came good around the middle of the race, and I was able to pull it, pull away again from Will Brown, and then it just got really bad. And uh, yeah, once we finished the race, Todd Kelly came over. He was our engine guy for the weekend, <laughs> and he was able to diagnose it, and we could see that yeah, um, a cylinder eight wasn't wasn't doing much in the race. So uh, yeah, I think right. it was pretty important that we still finish that race because if I, if I hadn't finished the race, we wouldn't have won the championship. So to still get second was, was yeah, it was better than better than last or better than a DNF. And then 
yeah, Saturday we uh, capitalised on Will's mistake and I was just able to control the race from there. Absolutely. So let's talk about 2021. What's your plans, big guy? Because you win a winner chicken dinner in the Super 2 Championship. There's a couple of options floating around within the supercar world. Are we likely to see you step up to the main game? Can you give us a a, a, a kick-off on the silly season with an exclusive? <laughs> what have you got for us? Oh, my exclusive is I'm, I'm still trying. Honestly, I'm yeah, still working on it. I haven't uh, haven't got anything locked in at the moment. And, you know, it's be nice to have something locked away, but I, at, normally the Supercars Championship ends in late November and you don't have as much time where now... It's ended mid-October. I think it gives the teams, you know, a bigger chance to try and get the the, the sponsorship for next year and a bit more of a laid-back approach, if you like, for next year in terms of, you know, they don't need to sign a driver straight away. I think there's a bit more time to organise things and get things in in order. So, um, yeah, obviously that's where I feel I deserve to be, but if it doesn't happen, I mean... Life goes on, um, you know. I'll, if, if I'm not in the main series next year, I'll still be pushing to be a co-driver and then look at S5000. I'd love to be back in that championship and mm-hmm. uh, probably do some races in my dad's uh, my dad's sports event. So I'm sure, no matter what happens next year, I'm sure I'll be on the grid in something. I've got no doubt about that. But uh, yeah, um, I won't get my hopes up with supercars because uh, I, I haven't been around that long, but I understand the game. But I do believe that I deserve to be there. But I think, uh, I think we all, I, I think we all think that same thing. Yeah, I think we all, we all think, mm. you yep. know, we've we've always been big Tom Randall fans here. Mm-hmm. We've always tried to push the uh, push the, the barrel of Tom Randall. Yep. Yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, obviously you've got some other stuff that you're still doing there with uh, with Dream Simulation, mate. And is that still going to be kicking on? And it's obviously been horrible times and you haven't been able to do anything with it up until now but mm. you know do you think now is the time that it's gonna you're gonna start to be able to push it and because people are going to be able to come in and and you know run on your your top of the line simulator that you've got there absolutely i mean technically today the 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 rules last night as of eleven fifty nine, as you said earlier the pubs are open and technically we can reopen now which is great it's just that for until the 8th of november it can only be people within this 25-kilometre radius. Mm-hmm. So, right. um, yeah, technically we we can we can reopen. I'm just trying to finish some some uni work. Uh, I've only got about two weeks left of that. And then, yeah, it'd be nice to focus on the simulator and get that up and running properly because it, it, it sort of started in a difficult period and then everything shut down. But it kind of worked in my favour that while the borders were shut, Melbourne was in lockdown because... I moved to Queensland and I wouldn't have been able to run it anyway because I was in Queensland. Yeah. And the fact that all the restrictions were in place meant it was closed. So in a way, it, it worked in my favour that I was able to stay out of Victoria and I think just not having a quarantine was great for my mental uh, health, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Sure. It was the best way to prepare for, for Bathurst and for the, for the 1,000. Well, I mean, I think we're... Yes, as we said, we're all fans of you, Tommy, and um, 
I really believe what you just said there, that I think this is going to be a help that there's a bit of time now between the end of this season and the, mm. and the kickoff, whatever, wherever that may be for next season, that that uh, exploring commercial options and exploring team options and time for discussions and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, too. Yeah, like, oh, this silly season's more mental. than normal. Yep, this silly season, because we finished early, the retirement of Rick Kelly, we're going to cover it a little bit later on in the show, Nimsy, but this off-season, this silly season, Season, us in supercar world, Formula One, well, the motorsport silly season is crazy this year. So it's going to be it's lots to talk about over the coming weeks. Yeah, well, not yeah, no. not just that too. But Tommy, you've also you've got to let let it sink in that you're actually the the Super Two champion for 2020. You've got a, a nice bit of an off season to celebrate that. I mean, I saw uh, on on the social media, I mean Jack Rewalt, Premiership player who won a grand final on Saturday, offering his congratulations to you. So you have got to soak that in for a little bit before we <laughs> look too far ahead. Yeah, no, he's a he's a top bloke, and um, we went for a few rides when we were in, when we were in Victoria, and he yeah used the simulator. For the celebrity E Series race, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna be nice having that trophy in the, at the workshop. So I've just got to work out how how I'm gonna get it. Because uh, yeah, currently don't <laughs> how have many it. chicken nuggets so, you can stick into it. Because that seems to be the thing there. You got to you got to whack as many chicken nuggets into the championship trophy as possible. That, well, that's it. That's what I'm sure that's what Scotty did, didn't he? And he won his yeah, first yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. That's the, that's the uh, new thing. So I'd do it differently. Oh, yeah. I'd see how many Big Macs I could fit in it. <laughs> There would be. Well, what, be what, what to, does that tell you? What, what does that tell you, Steve? Like, you know, <laughs> well, what, what's wrong with chicken nuggets? No, well, it's been done. Scotty's done. You got to do something different. Okay. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, like Tom. An Oreo McFlurry. An Oreo. Yeah, McFlurry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> How many fill Oreo McFlurries you can fill? Full of soft serve. <laughs> just, just fill it right up like a giant Mr. Whippy. How good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody good. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just fantasising this massive Oreo McFlurry filled trophy. Yeah, once you get the phone, once you get off the phone with us, you're just going to text Matt White and just be like, "How do you feel about a trophy that's got possibly some Oreo remnants in it?" <laughs> oh, that'll be going straight to get deep, deep cleaned, I think. <laughs> but uh, hey, look, Tommy, as I said to you, mate, we we were just absolutely stoked when we saw the announcement that uh, you won. And looking at your stats, mate, you really do deserve it. You you hadn't the considering the fact that your worst result this year is P two and your worst qualifying is P three, like I said, you better be giving yourself a big pat on the back uh, during the off-season and have a bit of a celebration, bud. But uh, thanks for joining us on the driver's seat. No worries, Hey, Pleasure as always, guys, and have a great night. It's a driver's seat summer catch-up for Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. This is the driver's seat summer catch-up for Kubota. Building Australia. And the best place to stay up to date with all things motorsport is with the driver's seat app. You can grab it from the App Store and Google Play right now. And with over 46 hours of the show done this year, it is hard to cover it all. But we'll do our best to give you a taste of the full year with a hot lap. Thanks to Auto One. If you really love cars, Auto One's the one for big brands and great advice. Scotty's not always like 100%, you know, got to win, right? Well, I've been on the receiving end of Scotty coming out of pit lane at Phillip Island and doing a right turn and fencing me like he can get on and have a bit of a laugh as well. Yeah, I was bird watching then. 
Sorry about that. I just uh, <laughs> grabbed the throttle. Obviously, you're not Chaz. You're not Chaz's teammate. Oh, this you year. took my question. Up, yeah. damn it. <laughs> How tempted were you to just return serve after Bathurst last year? Seriously. I'm pretty keen to kind of um, get one back on the scoreboard for me, but I thought it was probably best to, to not do that and, and just you try and beat him fair and square. But it's pretty funny. I don't know what it is, but like Chaz and I, we are always racing. Doesn't matter where we qualify. It's just yeah, we're always side by side. There's magnets in the car. <laughs> As you said, Noons, there is a lot of podcasts out there and we all need to keep the lights on. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. One day we could all be together on the one roof and we just record one big podcast and we could all have the rest of the week off. <laughs> did you have a sim, Dave? Like, did you actually have, have a sim at home? Myself and Dan Gorn had one like probably 10 years ago for maybe a couple of months and we played it like yeah. twice and just packed it in. It was not for us. We go to the pub and drink beers instead. <laughs> Play Daytona. Yeah, when, when stuff opens back up again. Let's go hang out. The drivers were up in arms because they had to go to Bathurst without a warm-up in Juro last year. Imagine going to Bathurst without having to in a car. <laughs> and and they'd be hanging from the trees. You'd have to watch it, wouldn't it? Because, I mean, oh, if you're you'd six seconds coming into the chase on the last lap and it, it is the championship <laughs> and the Bathurst 1000 and all in one, you're not going to go, well, I'll just slot into second and consolidate here, eh? Yeah, enjoy this E-Series coming up. I will be bringing up the rear. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but um, enjoy that and then, yeah, let's get the cars back and track as quick as we can. Maybe we can get you a Super Nintendo Nintendo controller or something rather than the new fancy <laughs> pants ones. I think that's the last time I've played a video game was a Super Nintendo, so I'm in a bit of strife. We know that one Jet Johnson has been uh, has been sitting on the simulator trying to give a crack at his old man's lap time. Have you ever sat in a sim, Dick? If you did it, how good were you? Let's put it this way. The, the sims that uh, we used, or should I say the video games we used years ago, were certainly nothing like they are now. Uh, mate, the last thing I played was Pac-Man. <laughs> it is quite different, isn't it, mate? Because you've got no feel. You've got to rely on, obviously, what you see. And, and let's be fair, you and I, you know, our eyesight's probably not as good as what it was back 20 years ago. <laughs> I think the only benefit of, of e-racing is when you have a crash, it doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> Control, alt, delete. That's what you can do. <laughs> walking around for like two hours wondering what was going on. But have you, have, have you been able to test? Have you tested since then? <laughs> I've just been mowing the lawn. I haven't done anything. I actually rang my engineer the other day and I'm like, hey, um, Michael Caruso here, we used to work together about three months ago. Do you remember me? Yes, yes, yes. You've gone from the back of the grid and now you are back in a plum drive at Tickford. Congratulations. That's That's been a couple of big months for you. Yeah, I think I'm the only guy that walk up and shake that fat-eating Chinese bloke's hand and say thank you. So, so all this, I've only missed out on two practice sessions so <laughs> we all stayed in the same hotel I actually ordered my breakfast lunch and dinner two weeks before the event wow that's a dream for weird. Steve um, it's not because yeah. there could be there could be an update in burgers by the time I get there so I'm going to be spewing if I miss uh, like um, the cheesy McChicken or something I'll be buggered exactly how bad that I raced for 20 years actually I raced for more than 20 years to get street cred and I rock up to school for the kids and they think I'm a professional dancer <laughs> <laughs> so one TikTok video made in your um, you set for life. Given that uh, the last few weeks, we won't obviously elaborate too much on the last few weeks. Hasn't been kind to you. Well, you say it's been been no good, but we still got a fourth, which is alright. I didn't say no good. Pretty, I said it hasn't been kind. You got pretty high expectations, man. <laughs> is it the black duck seat covers Commodore again? Yeah, that's it. We've uh, fed the ducks some bread this week, and we're going to have a good weekend. <laughs> if it does rain, because we've seen some pretty big rain up there. Yeah. How fast is Todd going to be in the wet with his black? <laughs> black with 
his, with his duck feet. That's you probably laugh. not a good it thing to It was raining say. today here at Townsville, so <laughs> it could happen. Well, I love catching up with you boys always. We haven't talked about the little blow-up for our great finish, mate. Coming oh, into pit lane and being sold. <laughs> Raikkonen's team told him to come in, and so he fired into the lane, and then they're telling him to stay out, stay out, stay out. Uh, I'm only right. in the pit lane. <laughs> <laughs> you always think, oh, shoulda, coulda, woulda. It would have been nice to get a podium all of them, but hey, look, it's one step at a time at the moment. There's going to be a change in the circuit for this weekend. We're going to use, I think they call it the West Circuit. Uh, what, explain what that's going to do, because everything I'm reading in the press, everyone's predicting higher tyre degradation and plenty of crashing this weekend. They're saying it's going to be a carnage fest. Well, that sounds like a good time, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Another individual's just come bursting through the studio doors here. I was going to say, guys, embarrassed. Are, you, are you guys going to, I've been sitting here for 15 minutes, are you guys going to let me ask a question? <laughs> We're still hoping to do a race this year. We don't know where and when, but you know, we're, as a TCM category, we're still trying to, to get out this year. Yeah, totally. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, was that a question? <laughs> you waited 15 minutes for the question. Oh, you guys, what, are like, what an you guys are so mean. When you got home back to Melbourne, was it like, oh, honey, well done. Can you take out the rubbish and the lawns need mowing? Well, I literally just did the lawns today, so that's like <laughs> tick for one. I, I didn't get that. Bathurst champion straight onto the mower. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Hey, yeah. It doesn't it's a, discriminate. It's a Kubota too, so I should get oh, yeah. well, well done. Well done. Thank you, Mr. Ten. get some sort of deal back from you guys. So, Wilbur, the, the announcement's been made. The social media's been done. What are you Got the grand tour by Steve Johnson. You've had the grand Oh, yeah, Stevie J. Stevie and I are back at, you know, start hitting the gym up already in there, aren't we, Steve-o? Oh, it's always good to have a laugh. It's always great to have a laugh. You just straight up with a set of bicep curls. He went straight in. Was was that bicep curl with a mid-strength or with a full strength? (laughs) (laughs) That quick hot lap of the driver's seat in 2020 was thanks to Auto One. Get them a Christmas gift they'll really love from Auto One. And that wraps up the summer catch-up. I've been Nims Azor. Thank you to everyone that's listened texted in, sent us a message, or even just liked our social media this year. We will be back next year, bigger and better. But until then, stay safe, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we'll see you in 2021. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.